0: hi everybody and welcome to the oscar watch podcast the podcast where we look back on past best picture winners for your reconsideration i am your host stephen bugia and joining me as always the one and only matt marchetti matt how are you doing
1: i'm doing fantastic actually uh, i'm excited awesome. i'm excited to be talking what we're talking today uh, i've had a good week of writing for my master's thesis uh, i got to watch some Awesome films as of late. um Literally in the process of watching one right now, and it was a nice little hiatus point. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna yeah, pause okay. it. I'm gonna finish it when I get back. So I'm I'm doing yeah. splendid
0: And also maybe you saw someone this past weekend. I
1: might have. I mean, yeah. I, I was told that I did, but I don't know how much of it I remember actually <laughs> happening. <laughs> Particularly Friday night. That's sort of a blur.
0: What the man is being coy about is that we actually got to hang out in person, live, uh, all weekend long, in uh, hold up in a cabin, drinking, barbecuing, and playing Nerf Guns. And watching yeah. this week's movie, which was very appropriate because there was a pool and we were at a party. Yeah. No, uh... None, none of the other stuff, but we'll get to that. <laughs> the great film critic Pauline Kael once said, Movies are so rarely great art that if we can't appreciate great trash, we have very little reason to be interested in them. We watch a lot of quote-unquote great movies on this podcast. Would you Would you agree? Yes, I would yes. agree. And I think overall, uh, have, having done this for you know, a year and change now, I think the hits have far outnumbered the misses, truth be told. But, uh, as they say, one cannot live on steak alone. (laughs) I don't know who says that. You can go far, but still. So, with that in mind, we are giving ourselves a bit of a sorbet, a palate cleanser, some strawberry in between meals, if you will. So, rather than talk about some lugubrious tome about some very important topic, we're introducing (laughs) a new segment we are calling... The un-Oscar edition. And our inaugural movie? This year's indie slasher flick, Pool Party Massacre. Certainly a movie you will never expect to see on any uh, Academy Award nomination list. Um, (laughs) So, Matt, this is kind of your baby. This is the movie Mm -hmm. we watched over the weekend. You are our horror guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, what's the deal with it? What's your history with this this little gem of a film.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty simple. I think I had just spotted some info about it on Instagram or on uh, on a you know horror website, um, and then seen some stills. Eventually, they said the movie had come out and uh, people had been posting you know images of purchasing it or having or owning it. I said, well, that sounds awesome. It's a slasher film made in 2017 called Pool Party Massacre. It's got great cover artwork, so I just picked it up and bought it and uh uh, well the rest is history (laughs) i actually didn't know that much about it going in i just saw the title and was like yeah and that's pretty much like my mo i won't read anything about it i'm just like sold on the cover artwork alone particularly if it's independent horror films i tend to just give them the benefit of the doubt And yeah. um, you know, you get burned. You get burned every now and then, but sometimes quite get, quite often. But yeah, occasionally,
0: you you'll find diamond in the rough. Um, the day I I miss those days, I kind of do of just going looking at a poster and going, "I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to see that movie." It, mm-hmm. it happens so few and far between. We uh, in this day and age, we have lo- sort of lost that sort of randomness and uh, that that surprise that happens with not knowing about a thing because we know about. So many things. There are four trailers for every new film. There's behind this. There's just so much. It's nice to sort of step away and be approached by a movie such as this. So if I saw this um, film just hanging out on a DVD shelf, I would definitely want to pick it up. Because that is an amazing, amazing poster. <laughs> it's, it's just... Yeah. It's,
1: yeah, it's something else.
0: <laughs> it's just it's just like, you know what? That looks like it's just, just a fun... A, f- a fun time in the sun and i'm just going to uh i'm going to maybe be scared but i'm probably going to laugh a lot does it want me to laugh at it uh, yeah i don't know maybe but uh it's one thing i love about uh, indie horror horror films and i've actually i've actually appeared in one and it's great is that there's a um there's never never any doubt the love of craft the directors uh bring to it they uh these guys love 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 indie horror and i just applaud that because it's a it's a very thankless thankless job you're not going to get big name recognition but you will just be admired in the community and they are uh they are crazier than birders shall i say and birders <laughs> are fucking nuts so any birders <laughs> birder slash horror fans out there i'm sorry but i'm not really that sorry um so the uh the film is pool party massacre it is written and directed by Drew Marvick, starring Kristen Noel McCusick, Alexis Adams, Nick Bayer, Destiny Faith Nelson, and a whole bunch of other people whose names uh, you will not recognize. Uh, Matt, is there an IMDb synopsis for this anywhere?
1: Yeah, there is actually. It's, <laughs> okay. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. It sounds so good too. It, I mean, I some of these are just um, I don't know. They they make me laugh. This one is, like, right on the nose, but I also just enjoy some of the, uh, the word choices. So, so let's hear it right here. So it says, what started out as a relaxing summer day by the pool for a group of high-maintenance young socialites, that's the best part, by the way, uh, <laughs> quickly becomes a nightmare when an unknown killer begins stalking and murdering them one by one. Yeah, That's fair.
0: <laughs> okay. That is, um, that is very accurate on all accounts, I think. Mm-hmm. I would definitely call them high maintenance socialites because, um, in in slasher films, like I'm not the I I'm not the I do not have the deepest knowledge of the horror genre, but in slasher films, there are at least some people you root for, right? Like there's like there are characters who they may not be great, like nice people, but they're like at least a little complicated. Maybe, maybe is that is that generally a thing?
1: Um. <laughs> Uh, typically, typically the, the the mold is that there is a, um, a a singular person, usually a girl, who you sort of are you sort of know from the get go is is sort of the good girl, right? She's the sort of um, maybe androgynous. She's usually not super into sex or drinking or whatever whatever everyone else is doing. Uh, and then the rest of the people, other than maybe a, a comic relief or the sort of guy who's who's sort of in love with the the main girl um they typically are sort of annoying or at least that they're assholes um i, I don't know necessarily if they go to the lengths of assholishness that they do in this movie i think that's sort of <laughs> that's sort of the fun of the whole thing but it, it certainly felt um it certainly felt comfortable to me seeing a lot of sl- sl- slasher films are my favorite like horror subgenre so um and i realized that they rely entirely on formula um That that being said, (laughs) yeah.
0: That being said, pool party massacre kicks it up to eleven in terms of how terrible these people, uh, these people are. I mean, I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't use this term lightly, but the uh, our high maintenance socialites in this (laughs) film are a bunch of bitches. Like straight up, everyone would be like, "Yo, I like I am totally like ally pro feminism," but like, dude, these women are they are yeah. um is it, it like even the good girl because it took a while for the like the good girl to really like form herself as such was um wildly obnoxious and they spent so much time on uh blair the uh the hostess of the party and <laughs> she uh, she's just just the worst person <laughs> oh my god i like i've seen i've seen horror films i'm like you know what i don't like I'm I, I'm usually only like there's the I, I want you to live, I am neutral to your death, and there are some there are like there's maybe one or two characters like yeah, screw that guy. I want like mm-hmm. everyone was in the latter category. I just wanted mm-hmm. I wanted them all to die. And I was and I just laughed and laughed and laughed when it <laughs> happened. <laughs> um so um there's Blair. Um Blair Winthorpe is the uh the the aforementioned hostess. She's um incredibly rude to all of her quote unquote friends, including Nancy. Uh it's, it's Nancy, right? Yes. Yes. Who and um the one thing I like I could believe everything about every everything about this movie. Literally everything about what I couldn't believe is why Nancy puts up with Blair's shit so much cuz Blair is Horrible to this poor girl. <laughs> Nancy is trying to get her life together. She's you know, on vacation from school. Blair's just sitting around the house doing nothing, just Instagramming or Twitter, Snapchatting whatever the heck they they do. And it's uh I uh, and then and then you're like, oh, they can't like. You're like, all right, you know what? I'm sure all of all of the other friends are mellow mellowing influence on Blair. Nope. They do ex- the exact opposite. They are just as bad if not worse in different <laughs> ways than her. So um I guess the point is I'm trying to f- it's hard to find a sympathetic character. But then you do strike upon one and that is the killer himself. I think he's doing us a favor.
1: Yes, I think so. <laughs> so I would ag- I would agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> and and I would say for people interested in seeing this movie that it's it's totally you know played up to the nth degree that these people are these sort of uh stereotypical like mean girls almost to a point where it's like this is just so fantastic like i found myself like hating blair and then like like a really good family guy joke like loving her and then hating her then loving her again just because (laughs) she's so over the top ridiculous that it's not it's not for me. It was it was completely impossible to not sort of love her a little bit, <laughs> even even <laughs> yeah. if she was so detestable in real life. I would never right. like her as a friend, but in the movie, you're just like, oh my god, this! I could just watch you being a bitch all day long. I think that I will. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's the 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 playing up of their characters, just the mm-hmm. the, the kicking up to eleven. I think is what helps this because if they were all like all right man you gotta you're like you're terrible but you're not that terrible it's like just think of like you're like you're a kardashian like you're like no no you gotta mm-hmm. be you gotta be more than a kardashian you gotta just like kick it up a notch and that's what makes it that's what makes it very um very wildly entertaining it's a it's a wildly entertaining movie and it also it's not just the women it's the guys you have um chet <laughs> the the <laughs> Oh, the pizza guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah, have the pizza guy and the the boyfriend. Was that... No, who, who's the boyfriend? Troy is the boyfriend. Troy Clay a, is the... Clay is the and, other guy. And, and Clay. And Clay is a... He steals the movie. He gives it back. He steals it again. He gives it back. He's back. For, like, you are on a roller coaster ride of just like, oh, this guy's awesome. And this is like, oh, this guy is the worst. What are... Um, what are some of the What are some of the choice cl- Do you have any of the choice clay lines written down or committed to memory? I just feel like you might.
1: I don't know if I have them committed to memory. I just really enjoy. I I, I enjoy his Ferris Bueller rant, which I thought was just. I mean, I I had never heard that before. I think oh, I actually really up online afterwards. Yeah, because oh just, wow, that's yeah. So it was just entertaining. I just liked the way he told it. Uh, I enjoyed the fact that he brings his cool mix, which is just heavy metal, because it's exactly. Something I would do. Uh, he's got his like jungle juice and his his uh, little his giant thermos that he walks around with that I'm sure tastes disgusting. Um,
0: called the Dirty Sanchez.
1: Dirty Sanchez, yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they clearly knew that he was that he was funny, like that he had you know he had the ability to improvise to a point. I think that they let him go on too long in certain scenes to hit that full length runtime feature length runtime, but. Right it could be worse it it could be a, a lot worse i've seen a lot worse a lot a lot worse um but there was a moment when i was just like oh boy he's just gonna keep going isn't he and he's gonna keep going he's gonna keep going he's gonna keep going and <laughs> yeah. he did he did but what's life without a little indulgence
0: yes and didn't that make his death all the all the more sweet
1: all the sweeter yeah, yeah i would agree I'm actually looking at the website right now, and it has the cast list of everybody. And at the very bottom, it says, "Watch the movie to see all these people die." <laughs> <laughs> like, I, this not even hiding. The, I mean, it's a slasher film, and i even hiding the fact that all, everyone is going to die, or almost everyone's going to die. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So Matt, we watched this together, and we were riffing on it. Um, yeah. I think at one point one of us mentioned like, we should really count the number of seconds people are. In said pool. Yeah. There, there, there's, it's, it's, uh, I think a more accurate term for this movie would be the, um, I think it's the pool, like the pool soiree stalking, Mm. the (laughs) pool intimate gathering murders,
1: the patio party massacre. The patio, yeah. Like,
0: I don't, I don't know. Does this qualify as a party? I think there are five of them, and then the two guys show up or something. That sounds about right. Yeah.
1: yeah, I don't think I don't think it does. And I don't think the irony is not lost on anyone. <laughs> Yeah. I think it's almost and maybe there was practical reasons there might have been practical reasons the the house itself looked like I think in the end credits it actually said it was somebody's house. It could have been yeah. his wife's house or I, I don't recall, but it looked like they were maybe trying not to just muss it up with anything. But yeah, the 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 lack of actual
0: Swimming—that's
1: <laughs> <But laughs> yeah. actually sort of startling—and it was not lost on I me mean, the first time viewing it. it. Certainly wasn't lost on anyone else the second time. <laughs> but maybe uh, that's just all part of the appeal. I, I
0: mean, I—I th- like—I honestly, you know what I think it is? Practicality. They are on a tight shoot. The last thing they can do is get the girls' hair wet, and like these girls have, like their hair is done. Yeah. Sir, it is—it is, make, it is like it's like the, no, yeah, they, they, they make a joke, but that's like the movie is so. I feel like drama is really centered on people saying things they don't mean or meaning things they don't say. Mm. Like you know, there's there's always this like tension and like you know you know physical physical reactions to you know spoken words. This movie has none of that. Like no. straight like the fir- like after the first like introduction scene to like there's a killer who kills uh Liana Vamp the the oh, yeah. co- the cosplay model is just like amazing. After that, it's a very long conversation between blair nancy and blair's parents that is <laughs> the, the best most best awkward thing <laughs> it's, it's, it's like they are it's like this is they are saying everything your parents want to tell you but never do because out of politeness of society and it, it's just like and marvick to his credit is like everyone is going to be completely unfiltered in this movie yep. it's Glorious. Have you ever wanted your parents to say, "Hey, no threesomes"? Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, no devil threesomes. Regular threesomes <laughs> <devil's> are okay. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like Standard no, threesomes are totally two, fine. Two, yeah, yeah two, two girls, one guy. Yeah, but two guys, one girl. No, no, no. Please, no, honey. Not in my. Not in my house. <laughs> <laughs> you take again. that down the street. <laughs> not again. Not again. <laughs> That's the impression <laughs> that I got. <laughs> it's um. It's a very it's a it is an honest movie if nothing else uh if nothing else in it so um horror film lots of folks die slasher movie uh you are the expert on this how does how's the gore in this movie how how are the deaths here
1: I mean it's it's definitely so a couple things it's it's definitely low rent in terms of what they are able to do although to their credit um they they do show you a fair amount of actual, like, gore as it's happening. The, 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 the kind of classic ways to do it, at least, the, you don't have a lot of money. What you do is you just show about the moment of death, and then you show the aftermath of death, like the right. knife in the head or something like that. And we do get some of that in here. Um, but to their credit, they, we do see some actual, like, on-screen gore. And the sort of thing that I liked a lot about, about the, the kills in the film Where that they sort of increase with ridiculousness as the movie goes on. Like they get more (laughs) violent, more grotesque, more ridiculous. And I think that that's perfect. You never want to just kind of. Begin with your best, and then you know you end. It's like it's like an action movie having the best action scene in the very beginning, and then it sort of like peters out by the movie's end. Mm-hmm. That sucks. So just yeah. sort of build up to the giant power drill uh, and the weed whacker <laughs> and a couple a, other things,
0: it is a ridiculous power drill. It's, yeah, yes
1: it is. So... Yes it is. Yeah. So I feel like that. You know, I, I think. Yeah, I'm just. I'm a. I'm a nice person, and I see a movie like this. We've had this conversation before. I see a movie like this, and you're not gonna be necessarily like blown away by fx work and things like that but there's a sort of earnestness to the whole thing that really makes it charming and likable and i I see a lot of movies like this or you know similar to this you know low budget horror films particularly and i'm i'm just so forgiving because these guys work out they work outside of the studio system and just because what they make isn't the next night of the living dead because probably nothing will be um, it doesn't mean that you, you sort of can't, like you said earlier, sit back and sort of just enjoy it for what it is. Like, And what I say to people, and I, I said this when we were talking about The Mummy, was if you don't like it, make a better movie and make what you think is a better movie. But for now, why don't you just watch the thing these people took a lot of time and effort to put together? And I feel like that, that shows in kind of everything in the movie, but maybe more so in the uh, special effects work. So it's kind of iffy, but I think it does the job, and I was pleased with most of it. I'm, yeah. I'm sort of a sort of a stickler with that.
0: Yeah, undoubtedly. I actually like the uh dynamic nature of the kills. As you say, it's not it's not stab cut, it's not thrust cut. Mm-hmm. W- the knife knives in there. Like they are mm-hmm. like you see the you see the drill entering entering a body and moving and it's mm-hmm. it's like it's lo- it's all very low budget and super cheesy but you know it's like that looks like really brutal and nasty mm-hmm. and i love it um mm-hmm. the uh there's a scene with a with a weed whacker which first of all is a very impractical weapon uh i, I was just commenting like i fucking hate those things that you know and it's and it's and it's and, it, and, it, and it's and, and it's basically like think of weed whacker and the scene from no country for old men where he just like the guy's in the shower and javier bardem just like closes uh, yeah. the curtain and shoots them yeah. but like but but with the weed whacker like that's, <laughs> uh, like you know what i don't know i think that strains plausibility but it's pretty fun it's it's yep. it's a lot of fun um uh and i will say you know what uh it doesn't just have cheap gore there was a moment when um alexis adams the actress she was restrained to a bed mm. and, she, and she's topless because she's she's gorgeous and whatnot but she's she's there her mouth her mouth has been gagged because she's been involved in some you know some light bondage play with her douchebag boyfriend <laughs> I love the way you're saying that's like you know some as, as you will light bondage you know just like you know just like a, it's a it's a saturday morning it's just yeah. like it's fine it's fine it's, it's light it's... Type stuff no. yeah. but yeah but she's she's stuck there and the killer is like in the room and she can't Do anything about it, and I am thinking this is freaking terrifying. Like I'm like you like that. You can just see the death, and the killer's just patiently walking over, as killers do, and it just uh, boom, and it's a axe right to the neck, and you're like, oh, Jesus,
1: fuck that! It takes a couple. It takes a couple practice. Yeah, (laughs) words I think. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You you did note that when watching it that there is a, a certain like suspense to a few of the sequences. That one in particular. Yes. And the, the sort of vulnerability you you feel is very much like I mean it goes back to, to Psycho in nineteen sixty, right? You're you're naked in a in a shower. What where could you be more vulnerable? Well, tied to the bed naked, I guess, is maybe <laughs> a close call.
0: Right. And what and like and was I sad that she was killed? Uh, eh, she was kind of She was annoying, as all yeah, of them get are. That,
1: you better get that dick. <laughs>
0: I believe oh something God like that she says. <laughs> hey, I uh Yeah I don't like I don't know if the dialogue is realistic. It I mean like everything's turned up a notch. But yeah. I it's it's it just seems like maybe like am I not like is this what is this what girls sound like when they're just hanging out by themselves? Like I've like I like I dude, I haven't hung out with like like twenty something girls in years. Like what's it like anymore? Ooh, it's like a like a sociological experiment of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what, let me I'm going to I'm going to turn on I'm going to turn on Oscar Watch Steve and say that you know what, I think there's more to this movie than meets the eye. I think that pool party massacre is a modern indictment of the social media age and of uh and of uh upper class 1% society. In general, I think Blair and her friends, save for Nancy, all come from money. They are all entitled, spoiled, definitely at least one percent people. I think uh, I think it is made very obvious that a lot of their folks own like huge properties, towns, businesses, and whatnot. Except Nancy, who has to work her ass to get to where she she uh, she is. So, uh, like these people are first against the wall when the revolution comes. But for them, life is boring, <laughs> dull, and repetitive. It's all just chasing dick, going to pool parties, talking about their hair and cosmetic and beauty. It's all very superficial. And mm-hmm. I think, really, there's only one barrier left for them to cross. You know what barrier that is? Dying! They have to die. But why just die when you become famous doing it? And that uh, it's a, uh, I think it's like... And all these, uh, like it's a very obvious. The killer is a white dude, and you have all these beautiful one percent women dying by their oppressor. Just mm. the, another, another entitled white dude. I like. I think. I think there's something here, and it's like I'm just forming this, forming this idea. I got. I got to play around with it. Uh, if you are listening, director, let me know if you. If there were some things going on in this movie that you wanted to subtly insert as a comment on society because i think there there is there is something here and uh dear dear listeners if you watch this movie which is available on amazon for i think all of like what five bucks or something i think
1: you you can get a standard definition version for two dollars i think you can can get get the five buck one for that's the hd one is five bucks
0: five bucks for 80 minutes of your time worth it more than the 95 minutes of dark tower you might go see because you should not go see the movie but if you could if you have a thought on this you should tell us you should hit hit us up on facebook instagram twitter write us an email at oscar watch podcast um but lovely you know again i don't see a lot of horror movies it's not it's not my bag i just there's so many other things i need to watch that horror always gets pushed aside but this is really this is a this is a, another in a long line of love letters to 80s slasher fix flicks. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you even said, it's like Scream, and I was like setting myself up for that, and sure enough, it has its formula and its uh, commentary on it. It like talk, it doesn't talk about other horror movies. It just sort of like talks about it's it's a movie that love that's clearly made by people who love eighties horror movies, and it's um. I like I I enjoyed that fact about yeah. it a lot. Um, how about you? How about you? You I mean, as someone who knows the eight, like oh, where, yeah. where 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 <laughs> would the stand amongst the eighties, oeuvre of classic horror slasher? Well,
1: I, I've seen I've seen um you know, commercially successful slasher films from the sort of slasher heyday, say like seventy eight to eighty two that were far worse terms of the the way they're put together even honestly the way they were performed and um the the thing i like about this film the most i I made that reference to scream i guess more about the the sort of final act of the film which we can maybe talk about with a a spoiler warning even though it's really (laughs) you can sort of see see it all coming to a degree not everything but the the, um i lost my yeah the reference to scream is sort of to the, the third act of the film but what i really like about the film in general and in terms of its sort of station in the slasher genre is that it's really, it's not really a part other than the finale of that sort of postmodern scream feel. It's not a, it's not cynical. It takes place in 2016, 2017, like you were just talking about in terms of social media. Um, it doesn't really make blatant homages to things, um, to other films um, there's some obvious like references here and there. I mean the the final girl's name is Nancy, so I'm thinking Nightmare on Elm Street Nancy. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not right, but I, I assume it is. Um and there's definite you know, there's definite little things here and there for slasher fans, but it, it doesn't sort of like throw them in your face like a lot of these movies do. They'll they'll cast people that were in other films and you're like, oh, I know what they're doing. I get it. This will be funny.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so there's an, an element of that there that I think really works in the movie's favor. And I think it it, it struck a nerve to a point with you because you started thinking about sort of beyond just the fact that it's a silly independent slasher film. and started thinking about these sort of uh, <laughs> assholey people getting maybe what they deserve in a way, <laughs> which is, I think, pretty, pretty damn accurate. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool.
0: It's really I, cool. I, think, I think it's I think it's very cool as uh well we're going to throw the spoiler tag on here if you want to see the movie or hmm. you're just like no man like I got to preserve the purity of the movie pool party massacre skip ahead a little bit
1: good for you I would
0: he <laughs> would that's, uh that's- the la- the last 10ish minutes or so my favorite hmm. part of the movie uh I di- and I I didn't I didn't see it coming cuz it was so it was a, so like meandering for a time i'm like what like what is happening here but in hindsight i'm like they were dropping hints like a motherfucker yeah uh for this one uh i i actually cool i like i immediately perked up i was like really this is happening like <laughs> that's, you know, that's all right, right. That's like <laughs> the greatest thing ever. i love it <laughs> i love it oh it was great i was like really yeah i remember looking in your face being like yeah i knew you'd like them I'm like you're yeah, it's um it's um <laughs> to to ruin it for you Like, Mom and Dad, this is for you Because if you're listening, I know you're not going to watch this movie Basically, Blair Has set up his Brother as the killer To, like, sort of Get famous in a uh, very I feel like that was a movie or something. Is it Nerve or some There's some, like, social media movie about Yeah, Nerve, yeah, Nerve is about that, yeah Yeah, so something like that And, you know, and, uh <laughs> It wasn't the fact that he was a he was a killer. It's just that he was so enthusiastic about yeah, it.
1: So friendly. <laughs> he's, so, he's, he's just so like, oh,
0: you look like a big teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh the uh, the killer is played by the writer director Drew Marvick, mm-hmm. and I gotta say he is the best actor in the movie. Yes, he really is. I think yes. maybe maybe because he gets it the most, but he's clearly having fun.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, no, he's got great lines. He's just, it's like the least suspecting guy in a way. Like, not the way he, if you looked at him just on his own, you'd be like, oh, man, that guy, he he could take a punch and give you a couple back. But when he starts, the minute he starts speaking, you're just like, oh, my God, this teddy bear. Like, he's the nicest guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's the nicest guy. And then you sort of... Right, he's found his calling or whatever.
0: (laughs) It's, It's just it's priceless it's, it's really priceless it's so it's so goofy i just i just i just love it i was like oh i just like like could like i'm i'm so glad you made this movie you're just yes you're, you clearly love the genre and you are just uh just like you're you're having a lot of fun so marketti um what are we uh, what are we thinking about this movie um i
1: really enjoyed it the first time watching it with my wife, Um, but I found that watching it with like-minded people, um, and I believe I put this in my Instagram review, uh, rendered the exact result I wanted, which was just to sort of sit for 80 minutes and enjoy some good old-fashioned trashy fun. Um, So I hold it up in fairly high esteem. I also very much enjoy sort of the entire social media campaign the movie's had. Um, Everyone involved seems like great people. Um, And I just, there's something about that that feels um, really genuine and likable. So I end up sort of maybe liking the product even more so as a result of that, if that makes sense. That doesn't necessarily mean the movie's better because I like the people, but you sort of get a sense for like the, the sort of family involved in making it. And it just I don't know. It just it struck a nice warm spot in my in my cockles. Or in the cockles of my heart. Or no, just in my cockles. In my cockles. In the
0: cockles of your cockles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's 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 interesting that we have such direct access to the creators of uh of things these days. Mm-hmm. Um so, Matt, we are a ostensibly a movie about the best of the best, the Academy Awards, the best pitchers. So if something were to happen and really it's just a handful of films, none of them are the quote unquote regular Oscar contenders, what would you what nominations would you give Pool Party Massacre?
1: Oh um probably something like most obnoxious character. <laughs> I mean there's at least Two or three, maybe. Yeah, like, how it. do
0: how do you pick? Yeah. That's that's, whole, a, that's a that's a SAG award right there for most annoying ensemble.
1: There it is. Most obnoxious <laughs> ensemble. Yes, that's one. So this, there's SAG awards. Um, oh, best best death, of course. Which I think would have to, I'd have to give it to Chet, the, the pizza guy.
0: Yeah. His,
1: his intestines come out, and
0: it's just uh, poor poor Chet. Poor and Chet. he's
1: another, like a guy who just like he is just a delight. This guy, he's
0: so. <laughs> <glad>. <laughs> He doesn't even think it's weird that there's that he has a um. What do he What he get killed with? A knife, machete? He's got
1: the not the drill. Oh, I forget actually. Oh, for, oh man, wow, oh wow.
0: Jesus! But also, I also it was not lost on me. He had a, he ordered a pizza, and then l what looked like sausage was on yes. top of the pizza, being his intestines, of course.
1: Oh, the I think he has the sawzall.
0: Oh yes, yes, yes. Yes. I'm
1: just looking at the picture of all the weapons right now. <laughs> Cuz it's right there. <laughs> it's
0: so delicately outlined on the on the board. It's 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 so good. It's so good.
1: Um I don't know what else. What what do you what are your thoughts?
0: I mean, I would definitely reintroduce like be, like best song mostly original and give yeah. it to the uh the end credit song. Uh, yeah, yeah. that's that's wonderful. And you, uh, uh, folks, you heard that at the top of the episode. It's very lovely. Um mm. <laughs> Yeah, I it would be in contention for for gore. Like, you know, we'd obviously create that category, best gore. Um the sound was okay, I guess. Best lighting. Best lighting, 'cause uh they were d de- I feel like they were definitely using um completely uh completely natural lighting on this one. Not really much depth to it, but you know what? I, I I applaud your your technical prowess in that. Just being like, you know what? I'm just gonna make it all look the same. Yeah, and let's tough with
1: digital with digital stuff it's very just flat. It's just, it just accepts light very flatly. So yes, that it that, is really that hard is, to do that.
0: It is. It is. Um, uh, but you know, you know what? They make it work. You know, I yeah. I I appreciate any horror movie that does like it's a sunshiny day, a lot of lights, and you can still kind of pull some some emotions and some. Yeah, there was no Some there throws was no, from it.
1: There was no nighttime scenarios, which is which is interesting. And that it's very atypical of horror films. But also to your point really quick, and just in just in terms of uh, lighting and special effects and things like that. I think as long as it's everything is sort of consistent looking throughout the movie, there's nothing that stands out as being, wow, that's way better or wow, that's way worse. But I think it's okay. I think people will start to accept it after about ten or fifteen minutes. They just get used to watching it that way. Yeah. Um, And I think this movie does that. I think it has it has a certain sort of look, and it sort of keeps that look throughout. It might not be the most attractive looking film of all time, um, but it it, it's consistent, and I think that that's important. So maybe most consistent,
0: (laughs) most consistent, consistent (laughs) something. Sure, you know know what? But you know, it might not be the most attractive film. But it certainly has some of the most attractive people. Like, um, I got—I gotta say—the uh, the women in here were were very pleasing to the eye. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was like, oh, I can, I can, I can watch them get hacked up in a sort of weird, the weird misogynistic streak that runs through horror movies. I'm like, yeah. you, uh, you, you know your audience, sir. Very. I much. was a
1: little, I was a little mad because, um the the character that Leanna Vamp plays only lasts the opening scene. And if, if you don't know who she is, she's sort of a sci-fi horror movie cosplayer, and she is just stunningly beautiful oh, and th- very, very much seems like a lovely person. Uh, so I knew of her a little bit, um, so I was a little disappointed that she's only in the opening scene, but still yeah. pleased that she was in the movie at all.
0: Yes. yes. Overall, Pool Party Massacre, I think it's... It's a fun little diversion if you're if you don't have the four hours to watch Lawrence of Arabia and you're like <laughs> I'm never going to get four hours to watch a movie because God damn it, then you can find eighty minutes to watch Pool Party Massacre and you will be you'll enjoy yourself. It's it's not art. It's not the greatest yeah, art. People. You, you got you, you watch it at a pool party, preferably like beer, one of those yeah food. like beer pizza. You're in the pool itself oh it's oh, so good it'd be so it'd be so perfect it's be so perfect it's a you need we as a society need these kind of films because the the people who make indie horror films or it's indie anything you got mm. yeah i gotta applaud them they are doing. they're trying so much with so little and it's a testament to the uh the the values and virtues of the uh, of the the filmmaking arts and sciences that you know we we can like foster this there is a there is a market for this mm-hmm. and it just it just like people like one in every fourteen thousand film students is going to be is going to direct a major hollywood movie even a semi-major hollywood movie the rest of us we got we got to do this or we got to do stupid podcasts talking about people actually going out and making movies <laughs> so to true so true marvick like dude Thank you for making a just a fun little a fun little time that you can enjoy with friends because I think uh, like at the end of the day that's what a lot of us want movies to be we just like want to have a good time we mm-hmm. want to laugh with our friends we want to like see some gore we want to see some boobs and just like have a have a, just a fun time at the movies so, yes. like it, yeah if you get tired of the Pele the Conquerors and the like the very well crafted art films that are about important things you know just 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 have a have a slice of really bad pizza <laughs> watch pool party massacre man like do, do yourself a favor it really helps it helps you appreciate the the the, the, the truly great memorable iconic movies in ways you can't even imagine
1: mm-hmm. oh well said
0: thank you any any last thoughts for you
1: no, I was just going to say, um, if you if it sounds interesting, you can go to the, the website, PoolPartyMassacre.com, and there's a ton of info. There's a <laughs> store. There's posters. There's hats. There's an action figure. Uh, it has all the links to the people on social media if you want to follow anybody, which is really neat. And then if it seems like something you're interested in, you could um, support the, the movie itself by either purchasing it or, like we talked about earlier, uh, doing the digital download through Amazon or iTunes or whatever. So check them out. It's – I mean – like, like we said, it's not gonna be everybody's cup of tea, but it's certainly enough people's cup of tea. Yeah. Or, or PBR.
0: <laughs> or, just warm pre-skunked PBR. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, it just comes that way. It, just it comes. That way. I, 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 believe you. You have been listening to the Oscar Watch podcast, where we normally talk about the Best pitcher winners. If you yeah. like what you've heard, and you want to hear all about our some more serious reviews you can find us at at uh, soundcloud at oscar watch podcast on itunes and google play check us out on facebook at oscar watch pod twitter and instagram as well and drop us a line at oscar watch podcast at gmail.com we'd love getting your reviews next week we will return to our regularly scheduled program on a film that we determine and we'll tell you about online um but yeah uh matt where can people find you if they want to read your review of pool party massacre among other gems
1: yeah uh, thank you for you just threw it out there but it's good yeah you can find me on instagram at uh movie <clears throat> underscore matinee i try to do a uh, movie review a day usually post at night around nine thirty, well east east coast time Um, Pool Party Massacre is on there, as well as lots of other horror films and non-horror films Mm -hmm. and any type of movie, so... If you like uh what we're talking about here, like Steve said, follow everything. Follow it all because all it, you just literally have to press one button. Right. And that's it. Like we're not going to like spam you. We just want you to follow us and and read what we're doing. I you don't have to read it to be honest. I mean, if you want to, if you want to listen to the, the ravings of a madman, that's fine, but you don't have to. Just just please just like and follow things and just have a good time Yeah.
0: Everybody. Just just you know, like what you like. Just they, you know, if you if if you like if you don't like this movie but you like other stuff, that's fine. Just whatever. You do mm-hmm. you. You be honest with yourself. That's it. That's all that's all we ask. This movie is honest with itself. It is so rarely Very honest. You do you get that? And <laughs> I uh, I I I appreciate that about this movie. So, uh until next week, folks. Take care, and we will see you on the red carpet.